We can do it. Right, music's going. Spooky, spooky, spooky theme show. Fortean words, it's Fortean words, it's the Fortean words theme show. <laughs> spooky, occasionally controversial, always political. Right, let's try again. That looks a lot better. It's more important that, you know, OBS... Oh, here we go. And we're live. And we're live. We're live. Okay. Let's say fuck all bugger. Welcome to another 14 words. Well, you didn't hear me and Fraser talking about choir practice and singing the Black Beauty theme tune, which, as we all know, is the secret 14 words theme tune. Spooky. Spooky, spooky theme show. Fortean okay, words, uh, talk about spooky things, sometimes ghosts, sometimes Loch Ness. Sometimes talking about science, especially shark science. Actually, we've, science. We've, only got, we've only got another five episodes yeah, until, we, until we do the look back on the previous 100 episodes. Oh God, what, what did uh, we do not, in 100 look episodes? Back at, Look back in anger. <clears throat> well, you'll have to wait another five years. episodes to find that out. <laughs> oh, by, by the by the way, everybody, our podcast listeners, when you eventually catch up to this, I've yeah. um, put everything out. All the all the episodes always behind one a day, and it's going to be the middle of October. <laughs> catch up. So that is literally like a year's worth of episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Probably <laughs> no, it's not because we do it weekly, don't we? Yeah. Uh, th- well, oh, okay, oh, 52. Right. No, you are right. It's about two thirds of a year. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We, we, do this, we do it for free. Oh, Dom, like, as Dom said, it's sometimes about Yorkshire puddings. It was quite heavy on the Yorkshire pudding content oh, last week, was, wasn't it? That was good. That was, yeah. That was good content. Definitely paranormal, that. You know. Well, it comes, in, comes into your, uh, your alchemy, doesn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> instead of instead of turning lead into gold we'll turn it into Yorkshire pudding now that would be a feat uh, I mean I've heard people say that when they don't feel so well their Yorkshire puddings don't come out very well so I don't know maybe <laughs> oh, there is no. psych- maybe it's like some sort of psychosomatic juice ah, I can I can actually scientifically prove them right you know when they say exactly. the secret Can't ingredient is love yeah, they're not talking about you've put cumin in in, in it. Mm. It's like, um, no, the the secret ingredient is love. It's like when you when you bake or cook something, it is an alchemical process. You're you're taking raw, sometimes inedible ingredients, and you're trying <clears throat> you're you're turn them into a savoury dish. I mean, this and, is this is no slight on women. Well, but I think. I think you're right with that, Hobbit, because I find women, when they cook, they cook, like, very robotically, don't they? Whereas men, when they cook, they get into it, if you know what I mean. But if if a woman's doing it because they love the people they're cooking mm. for and they, they want them to, you know, be happy with what they they put mm. their love into it, yeah, it, it, that will transform the meal and it can make it a wholesome and nutritious thing. And I think it's... It's not really understood well enough. This this uh, spiritual ingredient to cooking, Spirit which cooking. is, uh, is yeah. It, do it? <laughs> well, it's, oh, it's I'll, tell, I'll tell you what. Uh, th- this is kind of an absolutely. It's actually absolutely completely under uh, unrelated. But 
where I was today, do you know uh, Milwaukee do a range of tools that are Wi-Fi enabled and can be locked? Yeah, if so they, they my... could be locked and tracked. Why does my why does my drill need to be Wi-Fi enabled? Wi-Fi. <laughs> Obviously, Hobbit, it's in case someone steals it. It's, it's not in case you, you. It's not in case in case you upset the overlords and they decide you can't you can't earn a living. What's that? Did you say uh, you don't approve of the economic policies of Niger? Wow, with the, uh, your tools have locked and you can't change the drill bit now. <laughs> oh, naughty boy! You've gone, you've gone one therm over on your gas usage for this year. What's you that? Your carbon your... credits back. You know, mm. you're, you're, you're yeah. late again. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Now you can't oh, work. Now you can't pay him back even more. Guess, you guess you've just got to go to the Soylent factory then, eh? Yeah. Like too much red milk, and now you're angry, so we're going to, like, you can't do work now. <laughs> the the, 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 uh, drill, the drill has detected hot... What are you doing, Dave? <laughs> Don't drill there, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> Warning. Like, like, just, we're just going to end up with drills with emotional that. problems, hey, aren't uh, we? Yeah, yeah. Imagine, like, AI, like, chat GPT or, like, you know your drill? on your drill. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, other th- the other thing about this, uh, it's not just Wi-Fi. It's going to have, like, a 5G modem and GPS location. Oh, it's like... Maybe we should pattern that before they get on that. Like, what, you it's know, like... AI drills. Yeah. So then we can oh, call it drilling. Right. Mr. Drilly. But it would, be, it would be funny if you could get it to say, what are you doing, Dave, when you've got the wrong drill bit in there? That would be funny. <laughs> Suddenly you find you can't use your angle grinder within 100 metres of a ULES camera. <laughs> uh, by the way, we love our ULES cameras, yeah. and I disavow the actions of the Blade Runners. There, I've done the Lotus We really, display. really do disavow. We totally disavow yeah, this absolutely. thing. Absolutely. <laughs> totally. I disavow um, the actions of Stephen J. James and other Blade Runners. <laughs> <laughs> Oops, doxed. <laughs> yeah. He's a woman so, army, that man. Like, yeah. I know, he did it. Did them all. Well, he's he's very into his cardio, you see. Um, cardio? Makes, <laughs> it makes it easy to, <laughs> he to run away quickly. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, oh, uh, he may or may so, not be black as well. Yes. Well, they were originally, uh, they were, before they were Blade Runners, they were going to be called the Luddites, but to Stephen J. James thought it was. <laughs> Thought it was it was too it was too it was too biblical and he's an atheist and obviously there needs to be more cardio and, and less less uh, carbs in it. Yeah, so plus Blade Runner and uh, uh, and he said some other Zuma babble which sounded like chimp squeeding to me, so I didn't understand. Uh, I, do, I just yeah, love it. I, I just love it. Normal listeners, the normal, well-adjusted people will be going, "Who is this Stephen J. James they're talking about?" <laughs> We don't need to explain no, that to normal no. listeners. It's just like, look, we've got some inside jokes. So, Dom, uh, so Ian's going away next week. He's going to have some 14 encounters in the woods, so he's going to get covered with a lot of ectoplasm, I think. Uh, I was going to say, is he getting bummed? Is that, is that what he's talking about? What, is he going to get... this time, Ian? Are you getting bummed by a Sasquatch this time? I'm just going to say he's going to get bummed oh, by what? Big Bullet. Yeah, that's it, yeah. It kind of reminds me of that joke. Do you remember the joke about the bloke trying to kill the bear? 
and every time and every time the bear sneaks up behind him and he says right i'm gonna have to kill you or rape you and the bloke picks rape every time and then like after about four times the bear goes you're not here for the hunting are you (laughs) (laughs) Uh, cryptozoological gay love yeah uh, right, so we're yep. going to get on with some content. What content are we starting with? Oh, the weather. Okay, let's start with them. Oh, no, no, we need the paper mache paper mache uh, ailer mails, don't we? Oh, yeah, but that's a longer subject than the weather. Oh, go on, do the weather right. then, quick. Yeah, so have you noticed, like, the weather since last week got really sunny? I had a thermometer at work. It was 31 yeah. degrees at one point. And today it was 19 degrees. How come the weather changed so quickly? Oh, I've got the article about the aliens. Professor Brian Cox. Oh, no. Isn't Professor Brian Cox amazing? He went from being a keyboardist in a no-rate band called (laughs) D-Ream to being a celebrity star, darling, going like... Look at me. I'm dead clever, I am. Isn't so in the line amazing, Hobbit? Isn't so in the line amazing? I was on BBC Radio 4 talking about super volcanoes (laughs) and comedians were trying to make jokes and the audience were very polite and laughed at the jokes. They weren't jokes, though. (laughs) Super volcanoes are amazing. We love our, our Professor Brian Cox, don't we? Yeah. At least we got him and not Neil Snake and the Grass Tyson. No, that's that's for the Americans to deal with. We, yeah. we don't deal with. Them. We've got he's he's our own Snake in the Snake. Yeah. Do you say Snake in the he's Grass got, the Tyson? Yeah, he's he's got a PhD in stealing bikes. Just <laughs> <laughs> expensive bikes, and fifty-one million. He's got. He's done. He's done postdoctoral studies in in bike theft. <laughs> you think that? You think that's where NASA puts all their money, that millions of dollars a day, into bikes? Bike <laughs> you got. You got to admit, it does look official when they when they announce. Someone's someone's done the unveiling of the of the alien video, but Sooty pops out of the box. <laughs> <laughs> um. Uh. Uh, right, anyway, right. to talk about your weather, Hobbit, while I sort of, while I sort of this out. Yeah, uh, it was very bright and sunny, and I thought, oh, this is nice weather for September, and then it just sort of changed God, during fucking, the week. Oh, and... I went away at the weekend. Fucking unbearable. Yeah. So hot. Was, and... uh... I mean, I was, I was like, topless in, at work, and <laughs> I had my, my boxer shorts on, and then, like, it's like a double oven that way. Because, like you got yeah, the, oh, the videos. Then... The videos up. Look, here you go. Astonishing scenes from uh, from Mexico there. <laughs> <laughs> just need just need Claire Core scolding him now. Uh, did, did you ever think Claire, you ever notice how Claire Core sounds like Sue from Sooty and Sweep? <laughs> No, uh, no, uh, across my mind. It does sound like so. Yeah, she and they're does. Both fans, haven't they? Oh no! Uh, Twitter have spoiled all our fun. Readers added context they thought people want to know. The alien mummy from Nazca is a hoax and a fraud promoted by the known Mexican journalist and UFO grifter Jamie Mo- Malsan. 
So there you go, smeared. Well, thanks, Twitter. Thanks, community notes. <laughs> thanks for destroying thanks, our content. Community notes. There's our show. I gone. guess we'll still talk about it. We will talk about the paper mat. I don't. I don't think any of us were fooled for a second, were they? Have you seen? Um, also, NASA. I don't know, appoint- man. I think some people are. <laughs> so NASA have appointed someone for UFO research. <laughs> Who's that? The fucking... Look on screen. <laughs> not Look real. on screen. He's <laughs> fucking that motherfucker's not real. You mean you mean plain lady number two? That's not plain, plain la- lady. Original plain lady, not not is new it, plain lady. Not new plain lady. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yes. New plain lady that seems to have disappeared off the face of the earth. Funny how that. Uh, yeah. So the t- the turn in the weather was weird. Um, I'll tell you what. Um. Lewis Black. Do you like Lewis Black, Hobbit? Oh, I haven't heard anything by him recently. Oh, well, he, 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 did, he did a bit from a bit about 9-11. He said, he said, we just went from spring to fall. He said, no summer, just went from spring to fall. He said, what the fuck's going on there? But nobody noticed. I don't get it. Uh, well, he said he said that's literally what happened to the weather. The weather, the weather just went from like spring weather. There was like no summer weather. Oh, right. So it's like it was pleasant, and then after that day, it just clouds and such. Well, he said that that year there was no no real summer. It was like spring weather all the time, and then just it went into like autumn weather. Oh, fair enough. I mm. I don't live in New York City, so I can't yeah. comment. Uh, do you want to I talk about these really that. real... Uh, Mrs. saw it yesterday, said look like E.T. They just like E.T. copies, <laughs> didn't they? Yeah, that's what I thought. So are they going on like a crystal crystal skull vibe? Is that what they're going for? I don't know. I don't, well, there is that one video from Russia that's like similar kind of looking to these things. Well, there was the you know this stu- this stuff's been going on forever because there was the do you remember the alien yeah. autopsy that Ant and Deck did a film but, about? Yeah, again, like again. Well, okay, so. Let's probably preface the story, right? So the Mexican government is being lectured to by the University of... Is it Mexico? Yeah. Or something. A New Mexico City or something? Mm. Um, you want to see what... And... Should, should we talk, talk about what Brian, Brian, Professor yeah. Brian Cox has to say on the matter? Do yeah. you want to do, do, do Brian Cox or do you want me to do Brian Cox of it? Oh, uh, is the thing up in on the yeah. the place the super secret place we hang out? Yeah, and read news course on, but yeah. racistly. Yeah, <laughs> racistly. Uh, general. Uh, 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 Sylvester Ricardo Moss. That's not um, Brian. Brian. It's in it's um, in general where we're speaking right now. Yeah. Oh, Professor Brian Cox says these paper mache aliens are really real. <laughs> Waiting for the thing to though. Professor Brian, would you like to accept cookies on your options and stuff? Uh, oh, yes. Yeah. I really like being harassed about that every single time I go on the website. Yeah. That was a really good idea, European Union, which was still part of somehow. Professor Brian <laughs> Cox, please. Wait, so you were leaving? 
<laughs> oh, did you see about phone <laughs> cables? Uh, just as an aside, like we've got yes, to accept like European standards in. Sh- we're just going to be basically like Poundland yeah. European standards because the, the so that's the way the firms gonna are going like, to make them and like fuck are you. Are we going to be like Norway and Switzerland, but worse? Mm. Professor Bangkok says alien corpse display in Mexico was way too humanoid. Physicist and TV presenter Professor Blancock says the corpses were way too humanoid and we're going to repeat the headline again because <laughs> journalists are fucking scumbags. Because yeah. it increases the word count, you know? <clears throat> and, yeah, because they're paid by the word, aren't they? Yeah. And, the, and that it was very unlikely that an intelligent species that evolved on another planet would look like us. Well, mate, have you seen it? <laughs> what, what do you mean, look like us? That, that does not look well, like It looks like you, human. maybe, Professor Brian Cox. <laughs> it doesn't look like me. A, a Mexican congressional yeah, here. I wonder what, like, like, Brian Cox's like, vision of, like, alien life would look like then. Does it, like... Because if it looks like an octopus, you just say, well, that can't be real because it looks like something from Earth. This like, range well, of biodiversity. I think he's probably just a lot like Ronald Rimmer. He thinks they wee out the top of their heads. <laughs> I think, like, Professor Brian Cox is like Stephen J. James, but credentialed. He's right, just okay. like... Well, yeah, well, if it has four legs, two legs, tentacles, or wings, then it's anything that's like on Why Earth. Why does so... it look like a duck-billed platypus? <laughs> or if it looked like a duck-billed platypus, it'd be like, ah, they're trying too hard to make it look alien. Yeah. Um, a Mexican congressional hearing where two alleged non-human alien corpses... Why are you, like, quote-marking non-human? Why are they going, like, so, like... Well, they're obviously uh, non-human, aren't they? Alien corpses. Does, does the journalist, does been, the journalist writing this think think that maybe they could be human? Well, the display has been described as an quote unsubstantiated stunt. The I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty sure taking video or something is substantiating it, isn't it, Albert? <laughs> it can't be. It can't be an unsubstantiated stunt because it's been substantiated because there's video of it. <laughs> The mummified specimens were displayed in glass cases during a hearing at Mexico's Congress. Ryan Graves, a former U.S. Navy pilot who in July claimed the number of UFOs, or wet-ass pussies as they're called now, (laughs) was being grossly (laughs) underreported, was at the meeting. Yeah, they they call these UFOs wet-ass pussies because they come out of the ocean all dripping wet seawater. However... He was less than complimentary of the proceedings. Have you noticed? Have you noticed that it kind of it starts getting it all starts getting a bit bit um bit too real? So let's throw out let's yeah. throw out some fake. Yeah, ones. That's, that's what I was saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like... Uh, right. So this is the Navy pilot saying. Unfortunately, yesterday's demonstration was a huge step backwards for this issue. He posted on X, allegedly formerly known as Twitter. Is that like like Tommy Robinson, formerly of the EDL? Yeah. (laughs) My uh... testimony centered on sharing my experience and the wet-ass pussy reports I hear from commercial and military aircrew through ASA's witness program. Oh, have you I noticed the continue. other? Have you noticed the other name they're moving to change? Have we got got to start calling India Barat or something? Haven't we? Fuck off. 
<laughs> yeah, they're trying to change. No. In, they're trying to get you to start saying Barat instead of India or something. I can't remember what the no. word is. No, no. Look, I, I'm not doing they, they, them pronoun Look, bullshit. It's India. Myanmar, Myanmar was too far, right? Or was yeah. it Burma? Burma. Peking. It's Peking Burma. was too far. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I think it's a mark of honour that the French have their own name for Cornwall. They call it Cornway. It's it's like <laughs> if, if Cornway. It's a Londres. Uh, they even got like names for some of the rivers, like uh, the Thames has got a, a French name. I forget what it is now, but the, the fact Thames. is, no, the it, sleeve, it, the sleeve as well, Hobbit, La Manche. Yeah, uh, that, uh, what you mean, uh, the English Channel? The English Channel, yeah. <laughs> it's definitely yeah, the call, English Channel. It, yeah, they call it La Manche. Yeah, um, the sleeve. So, uh, yeah, that's the thing. If you are culturally significant enough that there is a native um, term for you in the language, it's like, yeah, well done. But if you're so insignificant, people are just using whatever loan word it is from your language, yeah. like kangaroo, then, you know, yeah, yeah. because, like, nobody cares. It, people only use your, your word if, like, they haven't got a better word for it already. If you're culturally powerful um, enough, like you said, Hobbit. Yeah, so, like, for example, we call ourselves England, but the French say you're Angleterre because yeah. you're the land of the Angles. Yeah. And I think uh, even... Um, well, that, no, the Les Germans... Call... Yeah, but the, the, the Germans call us uh, England because um, I think it kind of... The, the Germanic roots to it. We don't, they don't call it just, uh, just uh, land of Angles or... Yeah. Saxony, whatever. Um, oh yeah, so here we go. Uh, I will continue to raise awareness of UEPS as an urgent matter of aerospace safety, national security, and science, but I am deeply disappointed by this unsubstantiated start. Once oh, again, I, I'm going to get Snopes on this. Once again, it was a substantiated stunt because it occurred at at their con at their where did it occur? Like at their parliament. Yep. Also, Congress. it was videoed, so no, it, it is substantiated. Well, you know why they're saying this is because now that they're going to have to report on it. And yeah, they're trying to like. I've never well, we seen don't want it. To report on it because then people start asking about it. I've never I mean, when, when you turn up turn up at someone's congress congress and display something, then I'd say it's pretty substantiated. Yeah. Or the Mexican politicians were told best. Is that alien on a bed of couscous, Hobbit? That picture, that picture um, is showing at the moment. <laughs> it looks like it, I've got an alien tonight. I'm serving an alien on a bed of couscous. I think it would be quinoa as quinoa. South American. Uh, quin or quinoa, uh, as we call it in England. Yeah, that's it. The Mexican politicians were told the specimens were found in the city of, of Cuscus, Peru. <laughs> Cusco, so it was on a best and of Cuscus. And were estimated to be 1,000 years old. Oh, is there anything else by Brian Cut? Oh, no, there's still more about this. Here we go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Journalist and UFO researcher, sorry, warehouse pussy researcher, Jamie Malson, <laughs> testified under oath that almost a third of their DNA is unknown, and the specimens were not part of our terrestrial evolution. Wait, wait, wait. Mexican. Only a third? Yeah. Uh, Jamie Malson <laughs> testified so under oath. The mum was, was a bit dirty. She, she got a... 
Wait, maybe they have like two mums and a dad, or like two dads and a mum, you know? Almost a third of the DNA is unknown. Yeah, but it's like saying that um, certain species of bipedal humanoid from Africa has 15% unknown DNA, possibly from Homo erectus. Are you talking about the sort of ones that try, try and steal weaves from Asian shops in Peckham? Wig knickers, yeah. <laughs> You're not... What, wig, wig knickers, knickers. sorry, wig knickers, yeah. Yeah, people that yeah. yeah, yeah, that's it. Wigknickers, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. YouTube, note that down carefully <laughs> uh, and spell it correctly. And the specimens were not part of our terrestrial evolution. Mexican media reported. Uh, oh, they are not beings recovered from a UFO crash. Tequila, uh, taco, uh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, ombre, hey, ombre, he said. Instead, they were found in the... Hey, hey. They, found, hey. They, found hey. Him, they found him in the... Uh, in, in the uh, oh, fuck. Oh, the man. They were, they were found in Delta, man. And subsequently, they became fossilized, dude. Yeah, diatomaceous earth. It's it's pretty good, actually. Um, uh, it's for the skin, I suppose, right? It's it's also anti-parasitic. <laughs> I put it in yogurt. Oh. Mr. Malfan told the Mexico City delegation... So you've got aliens. You see that, so you could actually have an alien DNA in your gut, Hobbit. Well, if is the... It, is, it, is it imported from Peru, by any chance? Yeah. <laughs> if, if, the, if the algae is from extraterrestrial origin, but no one's saying the algae is extraterrestrial. Uh, Mr. Malson told the Mexico City delegation the specimens have been examined at the Autonomous National University of Mexico. Autonomous um, National? They have, a, they have an, an autonomous one, do they? Yeah, you know, it's just a university that automatically... Anyway, Autonomous National University of Mexico... He said scientists used radiocarbon dating to gather DNA evidence and X-rays had oh, no, then, don't we? <laughs> one type of eggs inside. The dirty bastard. However, oh. however physicist and professional BBC pedophile Brian Cox said the specimens were unlikely to be aliens. They are way too humanoid, and I'm definitely not a nonce. He posted on X site for me it's very unlikely that I'd ever be caught with child abuse material on my computer. Uh, the species that evolved on another planet would look like us. Secondly, foxicles are not shouting out Leia Betts. Oh, hang on. Lucy, let me. <laughs> Send a sample off to 23 and me, yet alone the university down the road, and they'll tell you within 10 minutes. Well, Last year marked the 75th anniversary of Rolf Harris and Brian Cox noncing one another, which still attracts theories to this day. Roswell, An extraterrestrial spacecraft... In, oh, yeah, Roswell, sorry. I, I read that as Rolf Harris. Yeah. <laughs> An extraterrestrial spacecraft is said to... I have word dyslexia, okay? Sometimes the words jumble up and I see things where they're not... Is this actually being read, or is it, are you just making... Oh, you are actually making... I'm, I'm at, I, I thought I, this was... Hobbit is editor, editorialising some of it, Francis. I'm editorialising oh. the editorialising. Yeah. Okay. An extraterrestrial spacecraft. To be fair, this could have done with an editor on it. <laughs> an extraterrestrial spacecraft is said to have crashed in the desert of New Mexico in 1947, 
which is notable as Rolf Harris is disappointed as Brian Cox wasn't alive back then, leading to the possible recovery of alien bodies, which various claim has been covered about the American government. Some say that's why Hunter Biden's laptop's been buried. Hey, we well, at least, the, at least they're theorists, not conspiracy theorists. Or were they just calling them theorists? So not anybody with a theory is mm. it's a conspiracy theorist. Theorists, denialists, and uh, vaxxers, I think. Speaking of which, know. Mariana Spring is still in hiding. Speaking of wait, conspiracy wait, theories. Is she, yeah? Mar- oh, Mariana Spring, I remember her. She was going to fact-check my farts. <laughs> Fact check that. <laughs> well, unsubstantiated reports of the Oxford clogger, but you know, Professor Brian Cox wasn't available for comment. Yeah, he, he'd love sifting through your poo of it. Wait, so so Brian Cox literally said, secondly, send a sample off to twenty three and me. Of hmm. my poo. Yeah. Now now why why that one? Why not Ancestry dot com? Why not? Why not another one? Shouldn't, Why it be, it... shouldn't it be many other many other DNA testing services are available? Yeah, exactly. Like yeah, other the universities BBC... then as well. Why 23 and Wasn't there a time when like the BBC endorse like one um commercial thing over another like even to the point where they couldn't say sellotape they'd yeah, say sticky back plastic. Sticky back plastic. Yeah. Yeah. But now Brian Cox just goes, "Hey everybody, I've been I've been sponsored by Twenty Three and Me." So when I'm talking about aliens, I make sure it's not an alien with Twenty Three and Me, and you should That's too. Right. That's right, because Twenty Three Twenty Three and Me has a ten minute turnaround. <laughs> he also you know, said he also said some of these aliens are rubbish. Like you see far better stuff in uh, in Raid Shadow Legends. I, I, he tweeted that as well. <laughs> This opinion piece has been brought to you by 23 of me. And Red Shadow Legends. Use my code, Brian Cox, not a nonce, for 20% (laughs) off. Does that go for uh, Red Shadow Legends as well? Get me in Red Shadow Legends. (laughs) Have have the new playable Professor Cox. Professor Brian Cox and uh, and I and I destroy things with the I fucking love science beam. Some say never complete any research. It's it's a modifier. Some say direct energy weapons is an anti-Semitic canal. Thoughts into twenty three and me, not a sponsor. And you'll know within twenty minutes or not. You know, it'd be funny if, like, people started sending in, like, cat, like, furballs or something into 23andMe, just saying this is alien DNA. Who was that dude, who was that dude that, that sent the lizard DNA into 23andMe? And he came back so many percent uh, no. Ashkenazi, didn't he? That, that was an anti-Semitic canard. I believe it's 53% anti-Semitic. <laughs> also, is, um... Isn't he going to do a cat next, doesn't it? I can't remember what he said he was going to do next. I would like um, <laughs> to have uh, people. Yeah, when's Brian Cox going to be a guest on our show? He's coming on. So I'm, I'm, ne- I'm nearly there. I'm nearly there. He's just, he's just being a bit reticent at the minute because he knows how anti Brian Cox you are. But can can we get him on at the same time and get Millennial Woes on to talk about <laughs> synthesizing? Yeah, they'd love it, wouldn't I they? I think. 
I think between the three of us, we could have a pretty good conversation. Like, although I will ask Millennial Rose, it's like, why are you asking about DOA's pubes? <laughs> and then just say to Professor Brian Cox, would you like to see DOA's pubes? Or is that... Amazing. Wouldn't that be amazing? Or was that like you and Rolf <laughs> have not interested in, in adult women's pu- uh, pubic hairs? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, yeah. There we go. We'll get sued by Brian Cox. Get out of jail free. (laughs) (laughs) But, uh... What else does that to say about the Ailer (laughs) Mouse? I mean, they look like like a rock. Like, someone carved it out of a... Famous internet... Chalk. Uh, Famous internet neo-Nazi and, uh, uh... ADL uh, target number one, Count Dankler, said, this looks like paper mache. Oh my god, here we go, guys. First first blue first blue check on Twitter has just tested pod as positive for COVID-19. Lucky I'm experiencing no very, very mild symptoms and functioning normally, but folks, this thing is still alive and well. Please get vaccinated. Don't let your guard down. Stay healthy and safe. Love all of you. Safe and effective. Um. Uh, uh, remember, you must wear your mask if you're standing up. But if you're sat down, you're safe because uh, you know it's an airborne disease. But it's only airborne at up, a certain height. But don't stay out after ten thirty because it's right run, just running the streets oh, after oh, ten thirty. It, it's like um, it, it's like uh, uh, what's that film with Bruce Campbell? Evil uh, Dead. The Evil Dead. You know, when when night falls, it goes. And it gets in the door. <laughs> you try and slam the door on it, and it pushes its way through. That's it. Yeah. Unless you wear a mask, and and then it's like you know you you close the trap door. Mm. It's the alien. Yeah, because there was a actually there was a a, de- a debunking of a. This, uh, these two, uh, things done by some guy who said that, uh, like the skull is like a lemur skull backwards, and like the body parts are like mismatched, like some kind of femurs, like leg bones. What, what the, the fact it's made out of sand, then the fact it's made yeah. out of sand didn't tip anybody off. Well, that as well. I mean, yeah, it's, uh... I think somebody's overthinking it. But uh, yeah, it's uh, it seems like. I mean, I this this isn't. It's not the first, it. and it won't be the last time. But uh, well, this is it. It, well, it seems know. like it seems more like an act of desperation to me. I mean, but why? Why now? Right? Why is they entertaining this now? Like, because I mean, this is one-off kind of thing, right? Stop looking at the Jewish space lasers. Look now, Alien yeah. House this week. Uh, next this week, it'll be something else. Next week, yeah. next week we COVID again. And, yeah. Know, oh, that, that's that. boring. They've already done COVID. I don't like yeah, repeat. This is new and improved COVID. Like my my least, COVID. my least, no, my my least favorite episode of Star Trek is when they do the clip shows. Like, oh, we're stuck you in the transport. This is real life clip shows every single fucking day. No, I want the one where they introduce the Borg. That'll be a good one. <laughs> the Borg. Oh, you know, the 15-minute the Borg well, I mean, cube. M- Musk is nearly there. Give him time, man. Let him cook, you know? Let the, him cook. Just, 
the 15 minute ball cubes, everything will be walking distance. You know, you've got your regeneration alcove. What else do you want? <laughs> your regeneration alcove. <laughs> everything you need on the ball cube is in within 15 minutes walking distance. Which is, but not even 15 minutes. You've got your regeneration alcove. You don't need anything else. See, what also, like, kind of discredits this, like, alien, uh, or, you know, not autopsy. Um, this, this, what well, you know, showing is that supposedly, from what I've read, is that the they have a other alien. These are the baby ones, right? If everyone's wondering why they're so small, you're like, well, guys, you know, they're gonna invade us, right? There's always talk about alien invasions and stuff. How are like one foot midgets gonna like invade the earth, right? Because at the moment, that oh, ain't, lo- that's, that ain't um, looking horrifying, right? Haven't but, you seen? But supposedly, uh, the the same guy here who's got the two miniature like baby like fetus alien things or whatever, right? Supposedly they have an adult one, and its hand is like forty five centimeters long. Hey, I'll I'll just seen that I was just seen on Twitter. Speaking of like missing and lost things, the the trailer for the new Aquaman has come out, and the and it's going to hit December theaters in December the twentieth. I thought they'd lost the film. I guess they found it. I guess they, I guess they needed the money more than the, you know, or some of the money back. They looked down the back of the sofa and found it. <laughs> anyway, sorry, Fraser. But yeah, like yeah, supposedly they they've got a uh, daddy alien or mummy alien or whatever, but it's it's an adult one. But they didn't show it off for reasons, which kind of is a bit. Yeah, that's nice. You you you've got like. Baby mummified. Oh yeah, well, they're not mummified supposedly. Um, fossilized aliens, but yeah, they suppose have an old, uh, an older one, a bigger one, an adult one, and they don't want to show it or haven't shown it yet for whatever reason. It's it's bizarre. It's like, well, okay, what does this prove? Like, you know, if you wanted to see anything, yeah, you want to see what an adult one looks like, then you can tell if it's. What what they actually look like, rather than these like one foot things that you know. If you're trying to hype up an alien invasion, you're not going to get well, scared. Really, you've never seen. Um, is it Phantasm? You know, with the tall man, and he's got all those midgets because they're midgets because they come from a high gravity realm. Yeah, isn't it? Well, what is it? One of the grey alien species, supposedly, isn't it? Like the little. Uh... Little little grey aliens, and then there's the tall grey aliens, right? And the little I'm... ones are meant to be like drones or something, right? I don't know. Well, I suppose. Well, if you if you're into your alien lore, supposedly. I mean, uh, who's uh... to say they're not just like you know demon imps because imps are small well, creatures? That's the thing as well. Everyone's just jumping to the conclusion. Oh, it must be an alien, but I guess that's the time we're living. Right? Gone in the days of sucky by and that. Now, fucking aliens. Uh, no, no, the, those days are not gone because uh, was it Megan Fox came recently? She says, "I'm a succubus and I enjoy turning my sons trans." Uh, speaking of demon worshippers, did you know uh, sisters? Si- do you remember the sisters of perpetual indulgence that did the thing at the Dodgers Stadium that are anti-religion trannies? Uh, one of them has been caught masturbating at a popular California park police have said like, what is... 
a tranny doing something perverse in public. I oh, know, it's so unheard no. of. Oh, I can't believe it I, happened. At YouTube, we love our transsexuals. Obviously an outlier. And, um, yeah. We, we, uh, we, we love our transsexuals here, and uh, trans rights is human rights, and, mm. um, you know, I think... Uh, Susan is stunning and brave and passes. Wait, Megan Fox has kids? Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Uh, yes. Damn. Well, she, she, has, she, she, she gave birth to two boys, but she now has two girls, doesn't she? Wow. Yes. Stunning and brave. Miracle. Stunning and brave. Definitely not Munchausen Wait, syndrome by proxy. Uh... Four young enough to be four, four and six. Oh, and okay. Oh, right. Of course, right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. A woman. I won't talk about the Internet of Things as I was earlier. A woman found out her boyfriend was cheating when Fitbit smartwatch showed a spike at two a.m. They've synced the Fitbit watch together, and she had a notification that he burned five hundred calories at two a.m. <laughs> That's almost like turning on the PlayStation in the middle of and it makes that beeping sound, you know? Yeah. I can caught right hand. Yeah, the right internet there. of things. Uh right, so what else did you want to talk about, Hobbit? Or Fraser? Uh nothing. Thank you very much for joining our show. Join us next week. <laughs> Bye. Are we not doing your bit next, Hobbit? Or are we doing my bit? Oh, my bit was about um, the weather. Oh, okay, great. So, um, fifteen seconds of content. Yes, okay. I'll just pad this oh, out was, then with a with a video. I was going to say uh, minerals. What are they all about? Right. Oh, that's, uh, it, that's mineral, min minerals. Minerals. Yeah. Uh, what do I want to say about minerals? They're amazing, and. Uh, Sometimes you eat the minerals, but you get osteoporosis. Now, um, I haven't substantiated this. And I need to give it some more. Isn't that, isn't that what puberty blockers do? Uh, we, we love our puberty blockers here yeah. uh, at YouTube. And Susan, uh, you know, she's stunning and brave to, to take them. And uh, I think she passes very well for a woman. Uh, because she's valid, um, definitely a woman. Now, um, so I heard from a Frenchman that uh, <clears throat> if mineral, if you're drinking mineral water, you're not going to absorb the minerals in them because they're not bioavailable. And then I thought to myself, well, if that were true, what about like salt? Because you definitely absorb salt when you put it on your food, and if you put it in water. You absorb, um, definitely absorb Epsom salts, but I think he was talking about stuff like calcium carbonate. It needs to be, the calcium you need to eat needs to come from things like cheese or, where else do you get calcium from? Spinach? I don't know. Well, the problem with that is there's oxalic acid milk? in... A bit. Yeah, yeah, well, that's cheese, <laughs> the most, The most common source of it. Is it? Yeah, um, yeah. Normally, if you if if you say to someone they're a bit low on calcium, like the first thing you tell them is to go and have a glass of milk. 
Now, that is an anti-Semitic canard. Not everybody's able to, to digest the lactose in milk. Mm. Um, it's too bad that the milk's pasteurized, and as a consequence of it, the lactose enzymes are denatured. So you don't have any assistance in digesting and breaking down the, the lactose using the lactase enzymes, which would break it down into dextrose and, and glucose for you, which would end up meaning the milk is all the sweeter. That's why if you have raw milk, which you definitely shouldn't have, or more about that later, um, it tastes sweeter than processed milk because the lactose is uh, broken down via N enzymatic action. Do you remember before, remember before that we used to have, was it homogenized milk? Is that the one where you have the cream on the top? No. So, oh, um, okay. pasteurization is the process of cooking the milk mm. uh, to pasteurize it, which um, due to the way enzymes are, that denatures them and it bends them out of shape so they can no longer work. Homogenization is where you um, put the milk through a fine sieve and it just makes the uh, fat molecules in it um, all a homogenous layer. Because I was, I was, asked, I was asked once about bathing in milk, Hobbit. So they said, the person I was speaking to, they said, uh, so what, what pasteurise? I said, no, just pass your tits. Yeah, that's it. And uh, so the homogenization it's not really necessary. But if you end up with heterogeneous milk, you know it's like, oh, well, that's where all the cream goes to the top. All you do is give it a shake, and it's like, no, the cream's back in the milk. Yeah. Um, Nathaniel Rothschild was a member of the House of Lords, and by all accounts, he was a pretty lazy lord. He just uh, was quite happy to sort of sit there, collect his uh, paycheck, and then go home again. But the two things he did speak out of in the House of Lords in his long tenureship was... One, um, the state of Israel is a good thing, and we should do what we can to support it. Ignore the slight, you know, diplomatic faux pas of the King David hotel bombing, mm. um, because you know, make an omelet, got to break a few eggs, as uh, Henry Kissinger said. And the other thing he says, uh, we should definitely pasteurize milk. It's in the national health to to do that we it should be a, make it a law to pasteurize all milk for sale um raw milk mm. is le bad mm. and i find it very interesting the two things he said is one israel good and two raw milk bad mm. uh, that's nathaniel rothschild so um a very wise man by all accounts and here at youtube we fully endorse everything nathaniel rothschild said and yeah we love nathaniel rothschilds here um we do like not as much child. not as much as susan because i don't think he was for trans rights like susan was um who passed this but we, we like him almost as much as susan here at youtube okay so what about that else about so is that about minerals oh um i was having a poo this morning and i was thinking like What's the mineral content of the body? Most of it's water. But then what's the next most abundant thing? Is it nitrogen? Is it calcium? Carbon. Carbon? Yeah. The, the, carb the carbon that just stop oil went to arise. When they talk about carbon reduction, you're the carbon they want to reduce. Yeah. 
you will have to pay for every breath you exhale because you're releasing carbon dioxide. Yeah. Which uh, um, Greta Thunberg said, how dare you? How dare um, you breathe? Also, you shouldn't fart in her face because methane is greenhouse gas. Yeah. And then she'll say, how dare you? As you do a guff on her head. How dare you? How dare you pull how my face? Yeah. That wasn't vegan. <laughs> How dare you pull my face? How dare you? How dare you? How dare you, Leonardo DiCaprio? And then Professor Brian Cox says, like, hey, isn't, like, abusing children amazing, allegedly? Yeah. And Wolf has can you guess what this allegory is yet? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then Susan Majiki says, enough I of just, that fun. I just, I just I can't mean... believe you, you'd think there would be a nonce at the BBC Hobbit. I just... uh, it's completely unfounded. Mm. It's a baseless claim. It's all allegedly. Um, there's never been any nonce at the BBC. And any claims to otherwise is just an unsubstantiated conspiracy paper mache. Mm. Yeah. So we've done minerals. We're, we're actually getting through. This is quite good. This is a productive episode. I we like it. Through. Um, I don't know. I, I, would li- I would like to speak to him, speak about Mariana Spring, but uh, yeah, she's disappeared. On, she's disappeared again. Yeah. There's. there's um, Wait. Yeah. Not turned up for work or just. Uh, well, you know, since ev- no. since everybody found out that she she faked faked her CV to get a job in uh... allegedly, uh, well, it's it's in the newspapers. Eh? It must be true. Allegedly, unsubstantiated paper mache press. Yeah, uh, BBC disinformation correspondent yeah. and chief fact checker Mariana Spring is accused of lying on her CV. The BBC's disinformation correspondent is facing claims she lied about her experience on her CV. Mariana Spring, pictured on this article, who was shot to prominence with her reporting on the way social media has been used to peddle false information, is facing the embarrassing allegations she gave misleading information to try to secure work. According to a report about five years ago, Miss Spring was trying to get work as a freelancer in Moscow for US-based... US-based news site Coda Story when mis- when the misleading claim was made. Oh, um, I've say, got a is, graph. She, is she fit? Is she fit or not? Mariana. Yeah. She's alright. She's alright to be honest. Would you would you give her one in the unsubstantiated tradesman's entrance? Yeah, so again, oh, that's a pinned tweet. Uh, no, her last post was on September the 4th. Oh, well. Ten days um, ago. I've seen a graph here. This is posted by... Maybe she's by... undercover. Maybe she's like... Yeah. Deep undercover. Uh, Deep, yeah. This so, graph is Mariana stunning and tweeted, brave and talented. A pinned tweet, which is September the 4th, the day she went missing. Uh, I chatted to Zoe Williams and The Guardian about exposing the consequences of social media disinformation and hate. Uh, Brilliant Radio 4's Mariana in Conspiracyland has been a hit. Trolls are the price. Investigation on TikTok frenzies and more pods soon. Where hopefully she can get it correct the amount of times people have uh, visited a place. What? She did. Do you not know? 
Do you not know? No. Um, yeah, she said um, Sargon. Sargon went to went to Totnes. He went there. He was on a podium. You know, full Hitler salute. Swazis behind him. Uh, everybody was hypnotised. Everybody in Totnes was hypnotised. They all became far right neon Nazis. Um, and then, and then, um, Mariana Spring was there, and yeah. Stargon was publicly raping the women of Totnes. So yeah. Said to yeah. him, "I wouldn't even rape you." And then he went back, and then he went back a second time, according to uh, Mariana Spring. And then the same thing happened again. It was literally like there was like a mania in the streets caused by Sargon of Akkad, who had just like brainwashed everyone into being far on far right neon Nazis. Far wrong. Far wrong. Um, far wrong neon Nazis. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Uh, so, wait. Or maybe. But Sargon. But Sargon. According to really? obviously Sargon's lying. He because he, he doesn't work for the BBC. Sargon said that he's only been to Totnes once. Well, All that's right. unsubstantiated paper mache. Yeah. Because obviously Mar- Mariana works for the BBC, so she would not do a lie. No. BBC no, I mean the, the BBC. The, the two things which you can like rely on the BBC is one they never True. lie and yeah. two no nonsense and they always give you the script early as well you know mm. it, that is how 20, truthful they are twenty they minutes too early news, yeah. they give you the news before news yeah that's exactly. how good that's, they are so, yeah that's yeah, that's why I trust the BBC right I trust the BBC because they're like so truthful that they. They can predict the truth ahead of time. Mm. That's how, how that's how much they know about the truth. You can now put people in timeout for different lengths, ranging from ten seconds to twenty-four hours. Can you learn more? Yeah, that's very good. How dare you? How dare? How dare uh, interventionalism you? has an unsubstantiated paper mache saying yeah. so, she also accused of bringing Milo to Totnes, which didn't happen. But, you know, whose word are you going to take? Is he suggesting the BBC would tell us a lie? Hashtag believe all women. So, are we going to do a Mariana watch from now on? I think we could do. Well, I don't know. She she tends to go to go missing from time to time. Um, The last the last time, I just the only other event I can imagine I can remember happening. No other event that obviously she'd go. She'd only disappear for a really valid reason. But the but the last one that that it said was, uh, oh, Sargon's complained to Ofcom about her apparently, which obviously he's barking up the wrong tree. Because how does he prove he hasn't been to Totnes twice? And de- <laughs> and radicalised everybody with his uh, with his uh, out the back of his limo waving his hand and all the crowd are uh, underfoot. When you lose weight, it's mostly from exhaling carbon dioxide. There's probably some truth because I I think I remember seeing saying about how fat is turned into sugar. Is that what you need to do? Is that, you need to, is that what the fat people are doing? They're absorbing the carbon dioxide. Yeah. Is that all? Is that um, what we need to do? Well, just exhale it and with, with, with no, it. I'm I'm saying once. Like the fat turns into sugar and then the sugar is combusted. The waste products is water and carbon dioxide. So you, you excrete the water and you breathe out the carbon dioxide. You make it sound so hard. Mm. Well, not eat and do more exercise. <laughs> I mean, 
it, it is actually. I, I I am pretty hungry now, and I'm going to have to eat at some point. But I've decided I'm too tired to make food, and um, like I'm too tight fisted to order a curry. So <laughs> that's why you always must have full fat milk rather than skim stuff. Otherwise, you don't get the calcium. Mm. I know that there's some people saying, oh, actually, if you have skimmed milk, it concentrates the calcium. Yeah, you need the fat to absorb it, though. Uh, table salt is bad. Sea salt is better. Yes. Ideally, you do want your salt adulterated with uh, iodine, as the iodine inhibits uptake of other poisonous halogens like fluorine or chlorine. Um, so that all bromine. Like a conspiracy theory that's peddled by uh, Alex Jones. Um, yes, and it's also a conspiracy theory which uh, they. Well, here's a conspiracy theory for you. Mm. Well, let's get Mariana Spring to fact check me on this one. Yeah. Uh, they did studies finding out. Uh, why some towns, and it's been done in China, United States, and Europe, like, some towns, uh, the children have lower IQ and lower test scores than other places. Mm. And the, so various investigations were done, and one thing they found, like, oh, yeah, it turns out spring water from this town has naturally occurring fluoride salts and uh, to the point where it's causing retardation. Um, sorry, stunning and brave tardation. And uh, so that was one of the things they're saying, oh, well, we should make sure to uh, like we put fluorine in the water so that, you know, everybody's teeth are strong and their brains are retarded. And in the European Union, to mitigate the effects of fluorine, iodine is put into salt. And if you get salt which doesn't have iodine put into it, it needs to have a health and safety label saying, warning, this salt is not iodized. This is not a source of iodine. Make sure you've got iodine in your diet. And uh, I think even our flour has uh, is treated with iodine. Whereas in America, they went, um, well, you're just being racist against retards. So rather than using iodine in their salt and flour, they use bromine in it instead. Well, that's to keep them uh, docile, isn't it? Yeah, and, and fluoride in the water to keep mm. their teeth um, retarded. Mm. Uh, because remember, um, not just your teeth, your hair and your lawn all benefits from fluoride in the water. Uh, are you a big follower of Jacques Valley at all, Hobbit? Never heard of him. Oh, just done a search on Twitter for 14, and uh, here's a couple of quotes from him. Several laboratories worked towards the development of non-lethal weapons that, like UFOs, destroyed crops and paralysed humans at a distance and even distorted their perceptions. Um, another quote from Jacques Vallée is, there were va exchanges of classified and confidential material between France, Great Britain and the US about such devices even as all three governments in public denied the reality of the phenomenon. Ah, Alphabet Cat, just responding to something you said earlier, uh, the French for Dover is Douvre. It's, uh, they end it with an S, not an R. Oh, I've got a, there's a graphic here with the full moons of 2023. So I'll forget all the ones that have passed. So we've got Harvest Moon on September the 29th. 
Hunter's Moon, October the 28th. Darkest Depths Moon on November 27th. And then the Oak Moon is on the t- December the 27th as well. It's December the 27th. Hmm. Water and calm dioxide are both byproducts of respiration. There's mostly the calm dioxide by mass, which is probably... Yeah, you do breathe out water in your breath, but you also pee out a fair bit of water, and you poo some water out. Just it's a, it's a good solvent, you see. So it's involved in, I think, nearly all... No, I think it's involved in all processes of the human body. Searching for 14, someone called Shire Hobbit came up. And the median in his voice was 47 hertz. Your voice is very deep and certified Chad. Oh, yes. That's the thing I said um, to the people. If you wish to hear my voice, I'm live uh, 7 o'clock till 9 Thursdays on 14 words where you can hear my voice with its median frequency range of 47 hertz. Yes, Mm, quite. Oh, shall I share a link to this very stream? I'll reply. Yeah, to yeah, do, to this do that. Stream. It's a bit late now. Yeah, that's all right. But they, they like me when I listen to the Tard support group live because I have Tardation, and um, I uh, uh, I just I, I watch the replay on Friday morning because they they do it like like midnight till like five in the morning or something it's it's too uh it's too late for me i caught it once when i, I woke up at five in the morning so i just said hey guys and he said hi back uh right then so should we do some this will be great for your audio audio listeners but should we do some i've put the screen share in so you can see at the same time as i do so uh, this i'm putting this mysterious glitch videos on fraser yeah okay Um... oh whoa whoa mysterious glitch i want to get close to you so you got this thing here i'm watching you live so i hear it if you put on the sound right uh, I'm not putting the sound on. I'll just we'll just describe them. Um, do I need to move this for watch this on a bit? Uh, yeah, because it's just a guy, you know, doing the. Ah, uh, here it is. Here, it's actually really interesting. All right, fucking. Have oh, I just gone by it? Which one do you want? The um, uh, the no, it's, the Indian with the foam. No, I want the one of the. I think it's five minutes in. Five minutes. Five minutes. Okay. Yeah, it starts at five minutes. Well, I mean, that's quite the fucking just, intro on there, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Okay. So about five minutes. Oh look, she's got a spooky, like, spooky nun. How edgy. Right. Okay. Spooky nun, right in the bum. Right. So what's happening here? Uh, some old guy, right? He's going to pull out a book. Um. And on it, we all know about the Mandela effect, right? We've heard of the Bernstein yeah. bears, and it's you know Bernstein bears. Bernstein bears, yeah. Sorry, Bernstein yeah. bears. Well, right, as you see on the screen, it's uh, it says Bernstein, and he's saying that when he goes into that room, it's going to change to Bernstein. Oh fuck! And he's going to yeah. film it as it goes in. Shit, Ooh. that's weird. 
Yeah, and then he comes back out, changes back. Right? And people are, well, that could be editing, right? But there's no cuts. What's annoying is it's when he goes, like, he lifts lift the book up. Like, he lifts the yeah. book up so I can't see that the, the words uh, change. Yeah. It does change. No, he does. no, it's in clear view, right? Ah, uh, but in this bit, he's, sh he's showing it so you can see it on yeah. the camera. Yeah. So what do you think of that? We've all heard the Mandela effect, right? And we've all been like, well, you know, there's no proof of it. And why do people remember different things, right? It's real. It changes it, it changed at the bottom of the book, too. Yeah. This this guy was claimed missing four to four years ago. Really? Nah, come off it. Nah, don't do that. <laughs> oh, they're doing the Palm Pilot thing again. Yeah, and here's the... Uh, the Legally blonde, the she pulls up in a black car. Yeah. Which is pink. Yeah. You know, it's tangentially related to this, but yeah. there was uh, yeah. a book series called Gaunt's Ghosts, and Gaunt's Ghosts have a. Uh, um, What's the difference with the laugh, laughing cow? Before right, it's, it's the nose ring, the nose ring, and oh, the right, no nose. Okay. I remember it with the nose ring. I don't know about you guys, because I I love yeah. that stuff. Uh, are, you, yeah, are, are kind of 20-something well, girls now, do they root around in the, the mud a lot? Because I notice they're putting the same nose rings on those. <laughs> so anyway, tangentially really, really Gaunt's go. In it, one of them was a sniper, and uh, occasionally he would just look at the world, even if it wasn't zoomed in, through his, yeah. uh, his uh, rifle uh, scope, and ask why. He says, the world looks more real through it. Fucking hell. Yeah, so the guy's going to catch the baseball, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's supposed to be a famous thing, right? But the guy he was supposedly talking to wasn't a black woman. It was a white woman. Oh, okay. And you'll see that in a minute with the guy's phone, right? Uh, no, they haven't done the phone thing on this one. All oh, right, well, they'll do it. He's just obviously... He's oh, they're going to do it now. Okay. Yeah, right. They're going to do it now, right? Yeah, that, tick that guy's TikTok was pretty interesting, like, with all the... The things he did with his phone, like... That is a fucking I awesome catch, if he actually did it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I think he did. What's this chat GPT thing? Oh, well, they're just asking chat GPT what the name of the reporter was. Yeah. Emily Austin. And he came up with someone, Evelyn something. Um, Emily Austin. Um, Emily, yeah, that's it. Uh, Hemi's a few seconds ahead, you know, because he lives in the future. But yeah, yeah well, if you, watch, Austin, right? if you watch it on the th if you watch it on the thing, you watch it at the same time as me. Okay. If you watch it through Discord. Oh, yeah, yeah, watch it Discord. Right. Okay. So Emily Austin, you know, white lady. Here comes the guy with the phone again. Right. Ooh, you... So what is it with these old phones prior to 2008 that has a reality filter? I don't That's have demons it. in them. I think yeah. the modern ones have demons what? in them. Right, there we go. Like, but what's been there. done to what? What's been done to our eyes? Because surely your eyes should be able to like see this. Yeah. Well, this is but... it. Like, and you what? You always wondering, oh, why are they they chemtrailing? Right. My theory here, tinfoil hat time. Why are they? Why are they chemtrailing? 
Oh, I see. They change the atmosphere, mm. which in turn yes. it changes our eyes. Uh -huh. So the wall's been pulled over our eyes. Isn't that what? Uh, I'm sure that's in the part of Revelation as well, right? The end times. We've all been pulled. Oh, over it's your been eyes. a it's been a long time since I've read the Book of the Apocalypse, but mm. um, but yeah, uh, it is. It would be an interesting coup because everyone's always what's, like, oh, well, what's well, why would they get Well. Right, remember the mic? She had a mic on. Mm. Yeah, because yeah, that was like because right? yeah, it's literally pop. called a bit a Britney mic, isn't it? Yeah. No, Luke, I am your father. What do you remember? I remember no, Luke, I am your father. Luke, I am your father. But yeah, Brittany had a mic, right? Yeah, it makes sense he would say, no, I'm your father, because the bit is like, they said you killed yeah. my father. No, yeah. I am your father. Yeah. Yeah, and there's another one with Brittany as well, where, you know, the schoolgirl outfit or something, it's a different skirt. I'll tell you what Star Wars could be, though. George Lucas has farted about with that no end. He yeah, could have. That's credibility. He, of it. Yeah, he right. could have. He could have actually changed the line because there could be many cuts to that with James Earl Jones saying different things. Exactly. It's, so it's, it's I totally. Kind of roles, yeah. Right? So, so Star Wars. Star well, Wars. I. Well. I. You could debate what? on. Here's the thing, right? What if, right? And this is again something I just thought of, right? Another tinfoil hat going on top of the other one, right? What if it isn't. Not not the chemtrailing stuff, but what if it? What if certain people are shown different things? Like when you go to see a film in the cinema, right? Mm. What if certain roles of film are not all the same? What if they've got different edits, mm. whether by mistake or an intention, right? And then people come out, and then that leads to confusion, right? You know, and then it leads to people. I don't know, you know, you know what we say, a confused person is more likely to listen to authority, right? The, as the adage goes. Yeah, it's the pen is, would that I mean, not, like, would... like the pen is purple type of thing. Yeah. But they're not willing to believe in themselves. Like, yeah. I think yeah. a lot of gaslighting, like a psychological warfare, mm -hmm. was that article about the dress. Do you yes. see blue and gold or is it black and white or whatever it was? Yeah, I remember that. Yeah. I saw blue and black. I don't know about you guys. Whoever saw gold was definitely like gaslighting. Well, I, I think I've seen two versions of it. I think I saw one where I saw gold. And black That's what and I mean. Saw... That's what I'm on about, yeah. right? Yeah. What it? What if? I, I, I've versions? seen both. I've seen both photos of that. I've seen both versions. Yeah. What if the two put out and it was to gaslight people, mm. to confuse people, to make yeah. people more susceptible? Oh, this is an interesting one. Right. So this guy, right? He's got his uh, fan on with his lights, right? Mm. And he's going to go over to the mirror in a minute, right? And you're going to see something rather interesting, right? So in the mirror, you can see it there. The lights are on, right? Mm. The lights are on in the mirror with the fan going round. Yeah. Right? In the glass, sorry. It's a glass reflection, yeah. isn't it? A, a photo frame. What the no fuck? Light. Right? 
so yeah, uh, some of these things could be done with uh, clever filming. Yeah, of course. I mean, it, you know, we live in the digital age, right? It could all yeah. be CGI without absolute hundred percent possibility that it's all just fakery. But again, don't don't, f- don't forget, there's not only misinformation out there. There's also disinformation. Yeah, disinformation. Yeah. Yes. As as you know, the Metal Gear Solid two <laughs> ending. Yeah. Like one said, you know. Uh, How long did that get memory hold? Yeah, exactly, yeah. But um, yeah, if anyone hasn't watched that, they should you should watch that. Oh god, then what's the, what's the Blade just... Runner one then? Oh, I don't know actually. I haven't seen Blade Runner that much. I haven't even watched it twice. <sighs> I think my I'll... entire life, I think. I think I watched it about twenty odd years ago. Oh, it's is it about something about him? Like oh, Philip K. Dick. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no, it was basically just the first bit of that, right? Um, Philip Philip to, Do- Philip K. Like Dick that. was like a massive junkie when he entered psychedelic yeah. orbit. Who? Philip K. Dick. Um, I think he might have gone schizophrenic later on in life because he was talking to Vallis, which is the vast. Artificial intelligence, something or other. He was getting communications from a non-human being from the future. Oh, they're saying that um, they're saying that Philip K. Dick saw the future or something because the Johnny Cab, uh, like the Teslas, like the Johnny Cab, is what uh, they're saying. Oh yeah, okay. So are we on the? Yeah, uh... on. predicted an automated machine, <laughs> an automated no, well. car. Never. Uh, wow, what a visionary! That's that's Nostradamus levels of prediction. He did, he did predict the uh, the Internet of Things, which is kind of a strange thing to be. Uh... So yeah, the next one they're going to show the, is an interesting all the Internet one. of Things and IP version six is about is just assigning everybody a unique IP address so that you're you're all on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. So the theory goes that you're living in a simul. This is the whole world around you is a simulation, basically based upon you know quantum. I mean, there's the plain one as well. We've, we've seen that a couple of times, right? Yeah, there's a few of them, actually. There's... And Cloud stuck on the floor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure about those ones. Those are a bit weird. Like, that could be anything, right? I mean, this whole thing could be a disinformation thing, but they throw yeah. the real ones in there, so you associate them with the, with the bunk ones. Well, this is it. Some of them can be easily explained as optical illusions. Or... Yeah. You know, uh, just you know, CGI editing or whatever, or you know, tampering, right? <laughs> but then there are some that are like, well, okay, right. Yeah. So skip forward a little bit. Uh, there would be one about with a deer and a squirrel. It's very interesting. Oh, apparently, um, he also did. St- uh, George Lucas also did a version of Star Wars where Obi Wan turns the tractor beam c- control and the text is changed from numer- numerals to imperial code. Hmm. So yeah, it could well be. Right. So if you can find them. Oh yeah, the they changed the scream as he fall, fell down the shaft as well, didn't they? Sorry, what did you say, Fraser? Uh, so a little bit further along, you should see where there's a deer and a squirrel. Right, I'll show it. Not that one. The it's a bit sky, yeah. Yeah, that's just. I don't know what that is. That could be anything, right? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure. I'm not. This is it, right? Okay, so 
Again, woman's looking at the road, waiting to see what happens. You see that black bit pop up? Oh yeah. Pop up again. Huh. And there's a squirrel. Just popped out of the ground. Just spawned. Yeah. Quite literally. Like Did it die somewhere else? And here's the other one, the deer, right? So when you're looking at this, you're like, oh, that's a deer with two heads. Yeah. Right? Oh, that's just, you know, freak of nature, right? Yeah. Keep watching. <laughs> Keep watching. It's going to move over to the side. Oh, look, where's the other head gone? It's I've just one, one head now. It's just one deer. Yeah. So where did they get two heads from? Right, that's that's all really from that uh, actual uh, yeah. video. Really, yeah. Um, obviously, there's weird stuff with the moon, um, stuff like that. There's plenty of other ones. Um, the other one was the lemon girl. That was the one that was interesting. Was yeah, person in there for you? Um, uh, uh, do we have to hear this one? Because I don't think my audio is working properly at the minute. Um. Yeah, I mean, it's better if you do hear it. It's only a minute and something, 30 seconds. I'll put the captions on. Oh, I just love TikTokers and their fucking... I just love, love TikTokers and their fucking landscape videos. Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah. Savages. Oh, the lemon one, yeah. Yeah, you remember this one. Shows you this one. I can't believe she's in my presence. Get this whore out of my sight. <laughs> the lemon wasn't cut anymore. But why did that? Why did someone happen to be videoing her right then? Well, no, that was off CCTV camera. Oh, okay, fair enough. CCTV, like. You can see it was on the monitor. It's CCTV. She's oh, recording yeah. the CCTV. Right, she'll, she'll cut it. And she'll be like, nope, gonna go and go for the bag. Get the... And then put it in and realise, oh wait, it's not cut anymore. Who the fuck is the Powskinator? I have no idea. But he's got but... Necromorphs so. Yeah, I was gonna say it looks like he's playing Evil Dead, but he's done it in a hallway, <laughs> so he's trying to make it look like it's... Yeah, so... She posted that to TikTok, and then I think I don't know how long it was. Some some time had passed. Uh, it blew up. Uh, went viral, kind of thing on TikTok, and her then her account got closed down, like completely shut. Just you know, as you do, right? And it was because of some nebulous thing, like age or something. But she's like over the legal age to be on TikTok yeah. or whatever. So yeah, so it, it's a bit more interesting that one that you know after going viral, it gets nuked kind of thing. You know, as a you know cover up, you know, stop it going any further, right? But this is that was interesting. Like, so obviously, if that is the case, if it is actually a glitch, then someone knows about it, and they obviously are trying to cover these things up, right? Does that so? But that that makes it a well, that 
leads to the speculation of well, how often do these things occur? Because I don't know if anyone's no has anyone noticed mm. any of these same kind of things happening, like weird. Not on my watch. No, I, I've you know, I don't believe I have, at least. So, saying they're common, you know, if they are real, and then obviously then you can. There will be people trying to make money off it, won't there? And like, you yeah. know, scam people. You know, like, again, like we were talking about earlier, was the crop circles, right? Um, how, you know, people then just come along and try and like scam it and try and like, you know, just just to debunk the, the actual, you know, real ones, or so, so they say. So yeah, that was, I just thought it was interesting, you know, some of these like weird, glitchy kind of... Yeah, because there's the bird, isn't there? The bird stuck in yeah, the air as well. Yeah, the bird's ones. Yeah, there's loads of them out there. It's just some of them... I, the ones that really interest me is when things duplicate. That's the most interesting ones, but they're really hard to find. I only managed to find it once, and I can't find it again. Yeah. Is a guy, he's uh like... He's got he's he's breaking off a cupboard, right? A cupboard door, some like MDF thing, he's he's breaking it down. And he mm. knocks the door off its hinges, right? It hits this wall. Kinda, you know, he's in this little room and it it, it falls down again. You only showed that the right? other day. Yeah, and I can't I can't find it again. I can't that, remember where it that was. That video hasn't duplicated then, has it, Fraser? <laughs> no, actually not, but the, the the thing hits the ground and like two doors appear. And you see it on on camera. It's it's, yeah. it's bizarre. Uh, that, that's fascinating. Like how they manage to. Well, pull it's it like off. that alien camouflage one. I can't find where the, where the woman. She's got like something strapped to her leg. She fiddles with mm. it. She gets caught. The camera goes to her. She pulls her skirt down quick because she'd hiked her skirt up. She pulls her yeah. skirt down to cover it, and then her face starts glitching out. Supposedly, that's something happened as well. Again, with the what is it? Is it Nancy Pelosi? Is that a name? One of the yeah, I senators? think there's a Nancy po- there Pelosi the, one, isn't there? Yeah, supposedly. This is recently or something. There was another one where it glitched out in a changing room or something. Yeah. I saw it on Twitter earlier. I was like, what's that? I, like, I haven't seen this before. It was like, I don't know if I can actually find it. Um, let's see if I can find it. Um, Nancy Pelosi glitched, yeah. I think. Yeah. Is that it? Uh, Hobbit. Yeah. How, how old did you think the universe was? Uh, six million years. Well, you're a fucking mm-hmm. idiot because it physicist, physicist Rajendra Gupta has found out has worked out that ah. it's twenty six point seven billion years old. Six billion years instead of thirteen point point seven that we thought it thirteen point eight that we thought it was. Tune in next week when the number goes up again. Yeah. Uh, the age estimate is derived from the universe's expansion rate by measuring the redshift of spectral lines in the light emitted by distant galaxies. Does this sound like does this sound like nonsense to you? Stephen, is that you? Stephen, is that the redshift, Stephen? In the redshift. <laughs> what are you doing, oh. Dave? Why are you measuring the redshift, Dave? Why oh, Why is our solar system flat and stationary and not not Cone shaped. Well, weren't you saying, you know, weren't why, you saying why, it should be cone shaped too? Because it would be more like water, would it, Hobby? So. Right. So um, it, it doesn't matter if it's in space or wherever it is, right? 
The sun is the most massive object in the solar system, according to globists. And it is moving. It is not stationary. And uh, our galaxy is moving as well. And that's why we notice that there's redshift galaxies. That means they're moving away from us. So what is redshift? So the sun's moving. Right. So Doppler redshift. You notice it with like car uh, sirens on an ambulance as it comes towards you. Actually, no, you don't because the sirens these days are really horrible noises. But back in the olden days, emergency services vehicles used to go nee nor nee nor nee nor, and it was yeah. the you know it wasn't a horrible sound unlike the ones they do now. Yeah, anyway, well, you got the one that goes, don't it? Yeah. Now, uh, the, the the horrible cacophony, but back, back then, it was quite easy to see, like, emergency service vehicle coming around, it go, Nino, 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 Nino. So as it comes towards you, the pitch increases. As it goes away, the pitch decreases. That's called Doppler shift. The the pitch of the, of the siren hasn't changed. It's just because it comes towards you. Likewise, redshift uh, Doppler... If they're coming towards you, it shifts the light to blue because that's high frequency. When it gets away from you, it goes red. It's a lower frequency. And all the observed galaxies, they're all red-shifted. So, yeah. ergo, the, the astrophysicists say all the objects are moving away from us. Mm. Now, the sun's not stationary. It, too, is moving. Mm. And as it's the most massive object in our galaxy, it uh, in our solar system... It will be the thing which is moving first. Everything else, all the celestial objects in it, will be trailed so in its gravitational Doesn't that mean we are the center of the universe? Wow! Well, um, uh, uh, shut up, flat earther. Yeah. Um, take your mind schizo. Now, the thing is, as the sun. Is, so the thing is, if you give this some thought, it should just be like, oh yes, we're all trailing behind and really uh, the models of our solar system should reflect that however all the models of our solar system based on observations of the celestial objects in it they show it as an equatorial plane they they're showing like the sun's in the middle and all the celestial objects including pluto they all reside within the equator Uh, pluto um just it's a bit tilted but it's still going around the equator None, it really what it should be is like sun at the top, Mercury um, slightly behind it, uh, Earth slightly behind that, and then, you know, the, the gas giants behind those, uh, trailing behind further and further. But it's not. It's not. So um, the thing is, I first of all thought, oh, okay, that means that the sun's not accelerating, it's in constant motion, but... It, even if it was completely stationary, there would still be. Um, sorry, even if there was no acceleration or deceleration, there would still be a trading cone of celestial. Ob- I say celestial objects because that includes the asteroids and comets, not just the planets. It, it would still be a cone trailing behind it, but it's not. And because of that, even the globist models of how our solar system is shows that it's flat and stationary. Mm. I'll just go one further and say, well, look, it's not a heliocentric solar system. It's an Earth-centric solar system. We are God's creations. We are the center of the universe. We are the apple of his eye. Mm. Amen. 
Well, what the if, universe. What was I, I going to say? But why, if the if the universe is constantly changing, why isn't like magic gravity dragging things apart, dragging the universe apart, and things like that? Yeah. Well, um... because it's, it's different. You see. Gravity works differently on Earth than it does in space. Yeah. In space, it's space time bending. On Earth, it pulls things to, to the Earth. There's a. We can make a few observations about the lights in our sky, and we can speculate as to their nature. Mm. But that's all it is. It's it's speculation. Yeah. We don't observe things like black holes. We don't observe things like ga- galaxies. Yeah, and, and so there's some that, like they're saying, "Oh, this light in the sky is not a star; it's actually a distant galaxy." And then when you look in closer at it, you see see it's not a single point of light; it's actually a slightly diffused point of light. And I'm like. All right. Okay. Um, you sure your telescopic array is is that sensitive? Is this not some aberration thing? Are you sure those points of light are stars? Are they not something else? And until you actually go towards that light and physically, uh, you know, able to circumnavigate it, I, I just they're just lights in the sky. The constellations are unchanging for millennia. Um, the only thing which does change is the procession of the equinoxes. Yeah. Although then we're not supposed to say it's the procession of the equinoxes. And it, no, sorry, procession of the zodiac. But man, we've got Sorry, parallax, dude. We've got parallax. It, it moves, man. We're not allowed to, for, some, for some bullshit reason, I forget why, we're not allowed to call it the procession of the um, of the uh, of the zodiac. Uh, anymore it's got to have another term but um i i seem to remember procession because i had to do about how functional nuclear magnetic resonance imaging works and um it's based on procession the uh magnetic cores inside an mri machine will spin up all the atoms of an object placed inside it, in this case, your body. And then as the magnetic charge is disengaged, the atoms which have been excited, spun up by this, start to spin down. And as they spin down, they wobble. Imagine a spinning top. You know, it spins and it spins. And as it loses its spin, it starts to wobble. That wobble is called precession. Um... And uh, our Earth's axial tilt wobbles, and that's why we have precession there. So anyway, the precession of that, uh, various elements, they precess at different rates. And that's how you can use it to make magnetic imaging. It's a non-destructive, non-invasive form of imaging things inside your body. And unlike X-rays, it doesn't do ionizing um, damage. Uh, it's it's relatively benign. I say relatively benign. I've been inside a five Tesla machine and I found it quite an unpleasant experience. It altered my sense of gravity temporarily, and it caused a metallic taste in my tongue, which apparently one in ten um, subjects put into it noticed the metallic taste. Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm just looking at this thing. Uh, the Hemi's reading. Oh, it's okay. The, the, night and day, right? Okay. Oh, you you watching, you reading the um the NASA yeah. one? Yeah. 
yeah yeah it turns out hobbit that um the moonar lander warming and cooling over the course of each day produces anom- anomalous seismic data on the moon except the moon's tidal lot so where did they put it if they <laughs> put it on the dark side it's not going to be any daylight is there well according to this there's night and day cooling but didn't apollo 17 land on the dark side i'm going apollo 17 did it land on the dark side of the moon did, have we landed anything on the dark side of the moon? I, I thought they were all have. done thought, on the yeah, Isn't that what the Indians were trying to did? Uh, yeah, that's supposedly what the Indians have done, right? Yeah. Apollo 17 Wikipedia. Where did it land? Mission plans. Goals. At Mare Ibrahim. Oh, no, okay. So is that the... Place of the moon well, Okay, so it's saying no, they actually landed in Mare Ibrahim. Mm. Okay, right, yeah. Because if they were, if they did land on the dark side, kind of like, then they can't get nine days. But and again, obviously there's a problem, right? Moon's tidally locked, so it's always facing us, so it's always going to be. So I guess when they say night and day, yeah, they mean when the phase. Well, that, no, the they just happen? say he. They they, they say re- oh, regular night. Moon did not conform to what we expect in the regular day and night. Uh, They're just saying heating and cooling, but what's making it heat and cool then? The sun. Right? Supposedly. But that's the thing, like, regular day and night. What is Uh, a regular day and night to a tidally locked, you know, if they landed on the the light side of the moon? I've got some good news for uh, uh, Greta Thunberg. Should be able to get some more children digging, digging up lithium for batteries. They've found lithium inside oh, and, a volcano. Nice. And cobalt. Yeah, so they'll get the kids in there. Saved. Apple is saved, yeah. iPhone yeah. 15, everyone. There you go. USB C now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> USB USB D. Uh what's the next page of what? news? Oh, what else we got? Uh, you seen this one about the Justin Trudeau shot down a UAP? What? Back in February, the downing of US fighter jets of a Chinese balloon over US soil was followed by the downing of three other objects of unknown nature and origin. First of the three was described as cylindrical and silverish grey, was shot down by a F-22 Raptor after it was observed flying at an altitude of around 40,000 feet over Alaska. The second was down the short time over Canada, followed by third over Michigan. Now a, now a previously unseen memo that was sent to Canadian Prime Minister Justin Trudeau following the incident has brought into the limelight. The memo reportedly states the objects shot down over the Yukon was in fact the 23rd such object to be tracked over the continent during the first few weeks. So here you go. So now you know why they were going on and on and on and on and on about that fucking balloon. Because they were shooting yeah. down UFOs at the same time. It's another one. They've got another one. Yeah. <laughs> so there you go. And to normally they'll icons. just go, oh, do you remember the balloon? Yeah. Look, look Let's at the laser. The look at the laser yeah. on the floor. Look, the balloon, look. But this is, yeah, I mean, I mean, well, obviously this is all like, 
in the last year or so, isn't it? Mm. All this UFO activity, you know. Uh, deer carcass has been found after a big cat sighting in Devon. Uh, uh, big cat's quite possible, I think. Oh, yeah, they've caught one on camera now, haven't they? Yeah. So, yeah caught one on camera, actually, recently. Oh, God. We decided to walk back into the... So, I started around slowly and then saw, saw, me, stu- them saw me stood there, looked at me... Then started casually walking away. He said, "I don't know. I don't know what he means by that." Oh, I'm quite a calm oh, character, so I thought I was oh, seeing uh, things. The, saw him, the cat, the big cat. Oh, it started walking around slowly. Then saw yeah. me. Okay, stood there, looked at me. So I thought I was seeing things and remained calm as I had my dog and my child with me and didn't want to panic them. We decided to walk back into the forest, maybe a quarter of a mile further up, and straight away, my son said, "What's that?" There was a half-eaten deer carcass just off the path in the woods, and the path there were quite a few bones, about four to six inches long, with broken bones from a rib cage. We then had to walk through thick woodland to get back to the car, and while we were walking, we heard a roar. We thought we were going mad. Mm. Big kitties. Nice. Nice kitty cat. Uh, did we find an inadvertently killed life on Mars 50 years ago? What? Even, what? 50 years ago? Yeah. Uh, the Viking lander. Oh, excuse me. Uh, so the Viking lander, they think they just... If the Martians... <sighs> the key mistake, he argues, was adding water, something that would likely even kill microbes found he connect his existence to some of the driest environments on our own planet. If the Martian cells contained hydrogen peroxide, it would have killed them, he wrote. Moreover, it would have caused the hydrogen peroxide to react react with any organic molecules in the vicinity to form large amounts of carbon dioxide, which is exactly what the instrument detected. Hmm. So the Viking lander could have killed alien life in the 70s. It's not really life, it's disease, isn't it? So basically we killed all the alien bacteria, basically. Yeah. Ah, nice. Right. Well, Mars rover successfully completes oxygen making experiment. You interested in this one, Hobbit? Uh, Mars is real. <laughs> it's it's totally real. All right. Okay. So, um, just to be uh, p- picking up on the. Total Recall stuff you said yeah. the other day, and by the way, you're wrong. What if, like, oh yeah, Mars is totally real, bro. It's not just all in your mind. Yeah, oh, we're totally not just going to send Quaid, send these. Uh, open your mind, Quaid. <laughs> we're totally not just going to send these people into <laughs> the desert and <laughs> say, oh yeah, it's really cold out there and you can't breathe the atmosphere. Like in Capricorn One, uh, did you? Did you? <laughs> yeah, Didn't you watch that that's recently? right. I watched it a few years ago. Yeah, it's yeah. a good film. Um, people, if you're looking for like a, an interesting sci-fi <laughs> film um, about how NASA would would deal with stuff, watch I, I think that was a scriptwriter script totally not talking about the moon. Uh, yes, it's totally about a Mars landing and nothing to do with the yeah. moon. Yeah, uh, I think free to watch on youtube so just you know type in capricorn one you at least yeah. you'll see a trailer 
science and technology. Uh, did you want to do this one? Uh, did you want to do this one, Hobbit? Traditional folk remedies can fuel misinformation, scientists argue. Um, has Mariana Spring weighed in on this? <laughs> Not yet. You, you can be. You can be our Mar- Mariana Spring. I'll just. I'll just put it in general, Hobbit. Go on, you can do this one. I'm sure oh. you'll enjoy this one. Some rage oh. fuel for you. You you mean I have to open my eyes now and read again? Yeah. Yeah. This is cruel and unusual punishment, you know. <laughs> it is. Expecting you to uh, input into your own show. It's terrible, Hobbit. Look, <laughs> as, as they say in idiocracy, reading is for fags. <laughs> <laughs> That's for cigarettes. Readings for cigarettes. I don't get what you... Is that what you mean, Hobbit? I know. Well, the Idiocracy was a very esoteric film, and uh, we love our cigarettes here on YouTube. Mm. Oh, actually, no, wait, we don't. Um, folk remedies have been around for as long as human society. But do they still have a place in the 21st century, question mark? I assume all these paragraphs, and there's a lot of them, uh, which I'm not going to read, boil down to no. So uh, let, let's go into it. Uh, if they don't mention how cloves are an excellent thing for toothache, then it's bullshit because I went to the dentist a few years ago when the tooth cracked yeah. and they made a, a temporary filling um, out of cloves mm. and it really did, um, it killed the pain like within minutes. Yeah. When London faced the bubonic plague in 1665, many people desperately sought a way to protect themselves and their loved ones against sick. Some even resorted to wearing masks, except when they were sitting down to eat. <laughs> One widely adopted method right. consisted of mixing before, two... Sp- before 10.30 at night. Yeah. Uh, two small cloves of garlic and a pint of fresh water. Oh, don't use large cloves. Oh, yeah. Small milk, cloves. Milk, milk uh, yeah. I always garlic have a milk. glass of milk before bed. Uh, milk, uh, right? uh, yeah, but a pint of uh, garlic milk. Garlic milk. <laughs> oh, no. yeah. People believe that drinking this cocktail in the morning on an empty stomach would prevent the fear of disease. Well, no, right, those living through the Greek... <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, obviously it worked. Could they put the garlic in, that's why. They just had normal fucking milk, it would have been alright. Yeah. Do you think the people at the time were saying, like, ah, oh, don't, don't have garlic milkshake, it's the ivermectin <laughs> of our phone. Ah, <laughs> oh, garlic um, milk, that's for horses. Do you, do you think they yeah. put their uh, potatoes in the garlic milkshake as well? Like, you think they did that back you in know, the day? You know what? I... I, <laughs> I Actually, genuinely, if when I'm king, and it's not if, it's when, I am going to have people uh, flogged in the town square for doing that. What, it is an egregious... Cl- right, so for a start, they're <laughs> chips, and secondly, yes. Well, yeah, because the you, only people that, I've you... ever seen do that are, like, Americans. Uh, I don't... <laughs> so... And women. Um, oh. You know that scene in Starship Troopers All where you get ten lashes? American men. Yeah. Um, it's basically it's going to be that. It's, uh, <laughs> but they're going to need a, a much more reinforced or, or, or frame. Where they say in two small cloves in a pint of fresh milk is safe and effective. Uh, anyway, yes. Uh, actually, it's not safe and effective because that's fucking disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll, I will quite happily have two small cloves of garlic in my. You know, pork pie or whatever and wash it down with a pint of milk yeah 
Well, I'm not having garlic milkshake. Fuck off. It's like people have avocado toast. Like, no. Yeah. Um, like those living through the Great Plague of London, many people search for remedies that would keep um, the disease whose name may not be mentioned. It's the Voldemort the disease. Bug. The beer bug. Yeah. The beer bug, that's it. Which is why the, the Panda Pops plague. Panda Pops, Do you remember yeah. we did that? Yeah. Yeah, we, we were talking about how, you know, we got... Um, there's a company that's pushing blue panda pops on people, yeah. and if you don't take it, then you got you can't buy or sell. Um, which is why claims that garlic could cure, protect people proliferated on social media. I mean, it is proven antimicrobial. So these claims prompted an exasperated World Health Organization to say that garlic does not. Uh, do, do uh, it's not antimicrobial and in fact if you eat garlic you'll get sick unfortunately despite laboratory studies showing that garlic does indeed have compounds with antimicrobial properties the idea of ingesting garlic to prevent becoming infected with any bacterial viruses mostly folklore well you can't even say like even there in your fucking bullshit thing you're still agreeing it's like yeah, yeah um, it, it's been proven that garlic's antimicrobial and uh, it's also true, but we're still going to carry on and pretend that actually, no, you're wrong. Folk remedies may sound benign, but they can hurt people. A 72-year-old woman end up with chemical burn all the time due to daily use of raw garlic and the attempt to protect yourself from coronavirus, for example. Well, then you should be cooking the garlic. Fucking, like, so many people get, uh, if you eat it raw, it's far more potent. It's like, yeah, but, like... Some things are inedible when raw. You should cook them. Cooked garlic is far better than raw garlic. The idea of garlic as a blanket cure has foundation of medieval folk wisdom, which is an umbrella term for unproven widespread beliefs about anything to do with health and disease. Folk wisdom has a certain level of seductive intuitive generally originates from cultural beliefs as well as long health traditions. Folk wisdom can involve herbal remedies, dietary recommendations, devised about following specific behaviours that often passed down word by mouth through generations. Maybe one of the reasons myth about the causes and cures of disease prevents this with the approach of the medical science. In shakeable belief, many people hold that eating before you go for a swim is dangerous, for example, there's no scientific basis. Even though it's cramp. I don't know. It's the cramp, doesn't it? Was, was what I'm I just trying to just muscle through this bullshit. Even though the logic seems compelling, the idea that eating before swimming causes drowning has been debunked by researchers. Folk wisdom is complicated because on one hand, it broadly falls into the category of misinformation, but on the other hand, it doesn't quite fit in with the usual class of information, so brackets such as... Yeah, brackets such as fake news or misleading advertising. If someone yeah, endorses so folk wisdom, it's not necessarily... Yeah. It's not necessarily a strong indicator that they have anti-science beliefs. People believe in starving a fever, for example, can also be pro-vaccines. Likewise, it would not be unusual for a person who follows official health recommendations to also use folk wisdom as yes, an additional always, safeguard. Yes, follow official health recommendations. Right. They're never wrong. I mean, the thing about... Like, I don't know about you, though. was safe and effective, Hobbit, wasn't it? Until it wasn't. Yeah. Um, funnily enough, it, it's used as chemotherapy, and they had... Uh, that formidalid actor on and in an episode of Casualty and they said, Oh, you got cancer, um, we can give you chemotherapy. You're not gonna like this. What? It's formidalid. Mm. And that was like the big sort of thing about this casualty episode, like, oh, you've got to accept this life uh uh saving treatment. 
there's no other alternative. It's got to be formidalide. Isn't he immune to the side um, effects? And also, he's not pregnant, so it's not really going to affect him, is it? Yeah, but it was kind of like, oh, you mean the thing which made me have birth defects can save my life? Um, hey, I don't know about you, but if I've got a fever, the last thing I want to do is eat. So, you know, starving a fever just seems natural. Mm. I mean, all, all I want to do is drink orange juice and go back to bed. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't underestimate it. However, the idea of folk wisdom is predominantly benign. Maybe my experts tend to pay less attention to it. For example, believing that drinking more warm milk before bed helps you go to sleep is not going to harm you, brackets, even if it's not true. However, their beliefs can be dangerous, such as the idea that eating particular foods can bolster immunity, which can lead to people think they don't need to be vaccinated against the flu or COVID. Folk wisdom, like other types of misinformation, is not bad by science. Often proliferate on social media, which means it can be pros a threat to public health. For example, in 2020, when the UK went to lockdown, the Ben Central Birmingham Children's Hospital saw a 35 decrease in the number of scold injuries from steam inhalation. Hobbit, this is you, called by folk wisdom. Scold, how would you get scold injuries from steam inhalation when you're just using a kettle? I mean, literally, you wouldn't you have to put some boil someone's head to do that? If you breathe in steam, it's going to scold you. No, it don't. But, like, have you never been, like, scalded where you put your hand near the kettle and, like, the steam scalded you? No, I've never been scalded by it, no. I have. Maybe I'll move it quicker uh, to be scalded. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean... I was, pour I was pouring a kettle once and... The, yeah, the, it, it, as, I if you're in the, the like, the, the, in, in the actual, like, near the source of the steam, like, the you know, mm. the end of it, like, where it's dissipating into the... Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Actually, it's water vapor. It's not hot enough to be steam. Steam That's is 160 true. degrees and above. It's water vapor. Steam water is vapor. invisible. Well, yeah, well, it, the, it's kettle, not, boil, it's cold the kettle boils yeah. at 100, so you're not going to get 160. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, right, yeah. Okay, so steam. hot water vapor then is going to be less hot the further into the air you go, right, with it? Yeah, point being, I was too close to the kettle and I scolded myself because I'm a dickhead. So anyway, moving on. For example, <laughs> to a bit. Right, this was called before the years we said this bit. This is particularly disheartening because studies published worldwide well since 1969 have highlighted the dangers of steam ventilation. Or some examples of folk wisdom have a level of biological plausibility. Others do not, for example, the belief that an apple a day keeps the doctor away is a medical folk proverb from around What's 1870. Uh, yeah, but it's cold steam. It's um, it's uh, uses ultrasound to cause the yeah, water so vapors. Yeah, so steam isn't steam inhalation isn't ineffective then, is it? Uh, yeah, but it's water vapor. It's not steam. Steam yeah. is like hot gaseous. It ste steam's what makes locomotives go. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Apples full, uh, is based on the wisdom the apples are full of nutrients. Interesting, scientists have found that though the victim content of, vitamin content of apples may not be particularly exceptional, apples are considered so-called functional food, which must meet scientific criteria unlike superfoods, because the number of bioactive substances they have appear to be health-promoting. Yeah, I mean, a good thing about apples is soluble fibres, so... Uh, you basically, if you constipate it, you want insoluble fiber. If you diarrhea, you want soluble fiber. You, you basically, the more fiber you got in the diet, the healthier you'll be. Um, yeah. Folk wisdom isn't likely to disappear anytime soon, so we need to understand what makes people believe in it and what to extent it changes belief in science. 
there seems to be a complex relationship between the beliefs in folk wisdom and what people actually do to protect their health. Understanding this relationship could be the key to preventing its harmful effects. Lives may depend on it. And that's Katrine Donnyaris, PhD candidate in psychology. Angelina Ruskin University and Hassan Valley Associate Professor. So she's, a, so she's a PhD in psychology, but she's speaking on medical matters. Well, she's talking about, like, you know, the psychology of why do people believe certain things are safe and effective yeah. when we've told them only the uh, experimental gene therapy is safe and effective? Yeah. And I trust the science, therefore, get your boosters and stay safe. Right, it's nine o'clock. I'm knackered. We've done a good show. I need to close my eyes. Yeah. Go away! Go away. Go away. Go away.